Yo, what up, fam? How we doing? This is a great Sunday for me because Thursday night's recording with ARD and Andy APAC. We had the House of Dragons, Breakdowns, 53-man projections. It was lost, man. The file was gone. Zoom didn't pop it up for me. I had no idea what was going on. Thought I lost my mind. Thought I hit the wrong button. I don't know, but it's back. Sunday afternoon, found the file, downloaded it, got the whole mess here. Can't wait to release it. Appreciate you guys listening. iTunes, Spotify, Google. I'm going to show you how great I am. I don't know. We're the going. video's out now. Everyone's seen it's it. Yeah. He got Dude, it. You guys he just changed it. my life. I told yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, I've been yeah. watching a phone <laughs> for three preseason games. I'm fucking phone. Yeah, yeah. oh, no. oh, my God. I've been watching it right here. This is unbelievable. Oh, my life has changed. We got, uh, what do we got? It's kicking off at a minute and 48 for me right now. What are you guys at? So, yeah, we're just, we're just, oh, those guys are just ahead of me. It's a it's preseason. Right. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, but I mean, this is this kind of times out actually really well. Gosh, this is so much easier for my eyes. Thank you, Andy. Thanks. Yeah, for that. no That's problem. That's a huge tip. Uh, technically, not not the not the one, but um, boy, got some uh, emotions I went through on this uh, first quarter. Ooh, boy. Yeah. How'd you feel about that one? Uh, the first quarter of this preseason game was, um, I'll call it concerning, uh, because the offensive line just looked like they couldn't do anything. Uh, now, granted, they are playing all their starters on defense, if I'm not mistaken. They were, uh, yep. Yep. And then, oh, what a play. Oh, my God. Just wait till you guys see that one. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> the the defensive line also looked eh for most of that, but yep. they're, they're oh, fine. Oh, there it was. Yeah, that was nice, right? <laughs> I love it. Uh, oh, Chris Barnes making Chris the play, Barnes too. making it. So, yeah, I thought, I thought that it was concerning first quarter, but they picked it up after that. Jordan Love looks solid oh still. yeah See, he had I'm really far behind you guys <laughs> he had a pretty bad uh he had one pretty bad throw and the rest were i'm uh, every time he threw the ball today so far mm-hmm. i've just said whoa because the the throw is crazy yeah uh he has been super pinpoint minus that one pass well but he's the, been the one pass that almost got picked off yeah, and yeah. the one that he underthrew that went 40 yards scrambling out of the end zone on a rope mm-hmm. Holy insane shit. <laughs> i was like yeah that's that's good stuff did you guys uh, see the spin move wyatt put on no oh my heavens i have to find you the clip oh, so man. i was i literally had just i'm in like a discord chat I had just complained. I was like, oh, man, Wyatt is kind of looking like whatever. He's not looking that great. He keeps getting stood up. And the moment I said that, he did this move, and it was unbelievable. Let me try and find it here. It was so ridiculous. Like, a guy that big should not be able to move like that. (laughs) Well, the, the kid that pops off with me all the time is Slayton. And I don't, I mean, maybe it's the old six zero on his Jersey. That's so easy to see, but boy, he, he creates pressure. He's on the screen all the time, making tackles. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much he's got today. If he's got anything. sending it to you now, check the chat. Mm. Yeah. And when we're talking about Jordan love, you know, I was mm-hmm. always just preaching, Whoop. get a connection with somebody. Mm-hmm. And it uh, seems like he's got that with dubs right now. Well, this game is, it, you know, it's his consistency, though, has been with Winfrey as well. So I mean, that too. Yep. And then he threw Suarez. a dime to Winfrey on one of those plays. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a third down and he just rocketed yep. a ball in between a defender. It was incredible. Yep. yep. 
So I, I like the connections he's got with both those guys. So that's like, I don't want to see Winfrey go, mm-hmm. you know, and Toure comes back so, and almost scores a touchdown. So, so should, it's, uh, should we get into our 53s then, speaking yeah. of uh, these wide receivers? Oh, yeah. We can talk a little 53s. Let's, All right. Let's do it. How many offensive players did you guys end up with? I have 25 total. Oh, man. I have to count then. I have it split up by position. Me too. I just have totals on the bottom. I'm an Excel nerd, so I have a whole spreadsheet set uh, up. <laughs> uh, I just typed it up. Like, I'm going to be honest. I just typed it up. Yeah, and I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I totally forgot to write down the whole 53-man <laughs> prediction. Here, okay. But I will comment on all of yours while I stare at this screen and dream about Jordan Love becoming the next <laughs> Hall of Famer for the <laughs> It's destiny. Oh, man. What a fun night to do a podcast. And you know what? Just when I was thinking as well in the first half, Amari Rogers. Yeah. What are you gonna do? You know, not great on the kick return. Then it was, uh, you know, a little shaky. But anybody could have run through that hole that he got. I thought that mm-hmm. was a great play call, great play yeah. design. You know, uh, on his running play. But he's catching some passes right now, and he mm-hmm. just looks really fluid out there sometimes. I don't know. I like him. I, I twenty-eight think is what I came up with on offense. Oh my goodness. A whole lot of players. I have, uh, so I have 25. Um, 25 I came up with a lot of offensive linemen because I didn't know what way I wanted to go. So that might have been it. (laughs) That's fair. 27. Sorry. That's right. 27 because I crossed out one player in the middle of this preseason. Okay. Gotcha. (laughs) Who was that? Tyler Davis. I thought he was going to sneak uh, in just because the coaches keep saying good things they, about they him. Love him and then reason. I was watching this first half and I was like, nope, <laughs> I'm just going to take him off. So I actually have a 52-man roster and I don't know where I'm going to fill in the spot. Oof, that was not great. I mean, he only missed him by two yards. I caught up. I refreshed my one. page and the interception. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah okay. he only Good. missed him by two yards. <laughs> that's a good pass right yikes yeah not great Uh-oh. he he overcooked that one a little bit what's the flag though that's what i'm trying to find out so refreshing my page actually caught me up with you guys again where are you at right now i'm at the the refs walk walking out with seven Ooh. seconds left you're at oh, seven no. seconds oh yeah. fuck dude I, this I is good I'm, I'm i'm what pass interference oh wait Blocking the back. Oh, never mind. Blocking oh, the back. I thought they were going to take it back. Oh, there's the block in the back right there. I just saw it live. Lame. Yeah. Yeah. So that was such a bad done. pass. Come on, man. All right. So as soon as we start getting uh, questions about how we feel Jordan loves doing, starts off hot. That was a. All right. So 53 man roster time. A couple of we can chat. Turds. I want to chat this a little bit. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's let's do do Where do you want to start? Andy? All right. So, so let's, let's bang this out. Let's okay. go because we started on offense and then we'll get into the defense second half because okay. uh, we some impressions after this game as well. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let, let's start with the obvious though. Let's get the quarterbacks out of the way. Yeah. Rogers oh, love. I think Rogers that's love. Yep. all set right there. Right. So there's our yep. two. We got two at QB. Then we're going running backs. This is going to be a fun discussion. Okay. I don't ARD. think it is. Cause I, I don't think, think it is. All, I think it's uh, over. Well, I think it's over. Yeah, but how many think we're going to keep? Three or three. four? You think three. we're keeping three? I have three yeah. as well. Okay. Because we have to remember Kylan Hill's coming back. Yeah, he's on the pub. All right. So, and you're saying, let's go, Andy. Who you got? So, Obviously. I got Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, and 
Tyler Goodson, mm-hmm. especially after today. So I had him on my 53 before today for anyone listening in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought, I know the argument for Patrick Taylor is that he's a better special teams player. Um, but I just think that um, you can teach him how to do that kind of stuff on special teams. You can coach him up, but you can't coach up Patrick Taylor to run like Tyler Goodson runs. Yep. So if we ever need a running back for a game, if something, I mean, God forbid, uh, knock on wood and all that, some something tweaks or some sort of a concussion protocol or a COVID week, something, you know, running backs take a lot of hits. Uh, if something happens to either AJ or, or um, Aaron Jones, having a guy that's explosive like that will be really, really nice. Uh, and I think he provides that and he proved it today with that awesome touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. There's no question. That was a fantastic touchdown. I, I was trying to pick apart while I was going through the stats for Goodson and looking at his averages, you know, he's 4.2 yards. When I looked up earlier in the game right now, he is at still at 4.2 on this one. I probably need to refresh, but, um, it, last game was 4.2. The first game was 3.1 yards. And he has these bursts. So I'm thinking about what is the issue between Patrick Taylor and Goodson? It, 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 is Patrick Taylor the better special teams player? That's why they're going to favor him? Or is, like you said, it's something he could be taught? You cannot mm-hmm. teach these burst plays and how fluid he is and shifty he is once he catches the ball. The difference when Patrick Taylor catches the ball um, maybe it's the plays that he doesn't have all that open space that he has in front of him, but mm-hmm. Goodson creates space and his moves are just, they're shaking defenders off their fucking socks, man. So what do you think ARD? I have the same thing. I also would like to point out that Andy and I discussed this before we started recording. I also <laughs> had him on the 53 before this game started. And I was going to come into the podcast and be like, one of my shocker 53 man guys, Tyler Goodson. <laughs> and then I watched that first quarter and I was like, well, now it's not a shocker anymore. He basically yeah. just feels like he just put together a preseason that you have to find a spot for him on your 53. Yep. And I don't think a guy being good on special teams should be the reason you take that spot away. Yeah. And I think you can still, at some point, can you get Patrick Taylor back to the practice squad at some point? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you and know, I, I think that you have a better chance of Patrick Taylor making it through waivers than you have a chance of Tyler. Go- Tyler Goodson's absolutely not making it through waivers. Yeah. Not, not on his contract. Someone's swiping him up. Absolutely. If we don't. So don't let him. All right, bring it back around ARD with the wide receivers. This My wide receivers are, I have seven of them. I mm-hmm. think seven wide receivers are making the cut. Yeah. Alan Lazard is obvious. Sammy Watkins, I, I assume is obvious, but some mm-hmm. hateful Packer fans will say no. Randall Cobb's obvious. Amari Rogers, Romeo Dobbs obviously makes the squad. Christian Watson and my guy since preseason game one, you can go go back uh, either one or two episodes and listen to me talk about him. Jawan Winfrey makes the 53 man roster. Awesome. Um, so I, I know you didn't have Sammy Watkins on your. Yeah, I did. Yeah, he did. He did. I said yeah, that Lazard Watkins, Watson, Cobb, Amari yeah. Rogers, Watkins and Jawan Winfrey. And then you got Winfrey at seven. Yep. yep. It's got to be. What do you got, Andy? Anything different? I have the exact same list. <laughs> so uh, I have Alan Lazard, Sammy Watkins, Romeo Dubs, uh, Randall Cobb, Amari Rogers, Christian Watson, and my seventh was uh, Jawan Winfrey. I just think uh, he's played really, really well in the preseason. 
He's also played in spots for us. Um, you think back to last year, he almost had a touchdown against the Cardinals uh, if he didn't get if he didn't fumble. So it's kind of a double-edged sword there. But uh, yeah, he he's just proven that he's got something that he he can get open. He can get uh, give you a good catch uh, in traffic, uh, and then uh, Rogers likes him. So why not keep the guys that Rogers likes? I don't think if we let Torre. Um, go through waivers. I don't think he gets picked up so we can stash him on the practice squad. And that's about it. I mean, I really like, uh, it would have to be a very desperate wide receiver team to take Toure. And like, if he ends up as a bear, yeah. <laughs> I mean, good luck, like <laughs> whatever. Uh, but yeah, we then have they'll the exact be able lines. to start. Then they'll be able to start two wide receivers that didn't make our <laughs> <three> man. <laughs> oh man. So that, so exactly the same. Yeah, I, I don't see how Winfrey doesn't just because it seems like we're going to have to roll with the youth like we did when we had MVS and EQ mm-hmm. and Jamon Moore. We need a little bit of that depth to ride some hot hands, it seems, you know? Because mm-hmm. these guys are going to have some bumps and some learning curves, and we already know with Sammy, man, if we can get 13 games out of them, it's going to be a good season. I'm knocking on wood with you, man. <laughs> yeah, in Toure, yeah, I mean, gosh. You, you just look at all the other receivers that are out there that, you know, are going to get cut as well in the coming mm-hmm. weeks. It's, he's going to get lost in the flood. All right, tight yeah, ends. 100%. Let's get rocking and rolling on these tight ends, man. Oh, my God. Oh, is this man. the most painful position? <laughs> in preseason, it feels like it has. Andy, who you got? I have four making the squad. It's going to be a shock. I mean, the obvious ones, Robert Tunyon, who, by the way, I have much stock in Robert Tunyon. I think he is going to play so well that he will be in the conversation for comeback player of the year, although he will not win it because it's going to go to some quarterback. Uh, Anyway, so I have Robert Tunyon, uh, Josiah DeGuara, who also has impressed in preseason. I really like the way he's playing. Uh, Mercedes Lewis. And although he has not impressed in preseason, you might actually say he's trying to lose this job. Tyler Davis makes my 53-man roster. And before anybody tells me I'm insane, which, uh, I mean, I can't argue with you at at some points, but the coaching staff seems to love him. Like, they, they, for whatever reason, he must be doing something in practice to, to earn their trust. So I'm going out on a limb and saying he makes the team. But after today's nothing so far, I don't know if that's going to be the case. I don't know what he brings to the team that they love. I just don't get it. Well, it was one of the things that I did see on my uh, my, my little iPhone here while I was watching NFL Network Pre was when he caught that 16-yard reception. Mm-hmm. He's got a, a, a wide receiver's fluidity on it. You know, we're banging out on that drop pass and clanging it through his hands and the fumble and everything mm-hmm. else. The biggest concern for me is, like, he's – we might go in with seven wide receivers and three tight ends, and I'm good with it because special teams, what we're seeing right now, today, not to burn the house down, start throwing up the signals of, hey, man, we got a full SOS that's going on here. We need to do gimme Rizzy, something. Um, that special teams player is going to be big, and maybe that's where running back four, tight end four, one of those guys gets shuffled out. But um, ARD, what are you thinking? So I actually – now have a 52 man roster and don't know where the 53rd is going to come from because I I started the day with four tight ends and (laughs) by the end of the first quarter, I had three tight ends on my 53 man (laughs) roster 
I think that uh, it is going to be Josiah Deguara, Big Dog, and Robert Tunyon. And probably, I don't, I just, they're probably going to put Tyler Davis on a 53-man roster. And I think it's partially just because they don't want to have only three tight ends on the 53-man mm-hmm. roster. And like, as unimpressive as Tyler Davis has been, what other tight end on our roster are you going to put? Yeah, I haven't seen like, or heard anything about Alizé Max. Like, I, I don't know but, who else would go on there. That's why I I'd had to keep cool. I'd be cool with only having three tight ends and figuring <laughs> that the fourth one out later. I mean, Alan Lazard is basically a tight end, right? He's like yeah. six. <laughs> he's yeah. like six five. Um, yeah. Here's a here's an idea I want to throw out for you, uh, Ard. How about this? You keep Tyler Davis off and you bring in Patrick Taylor as the fourth running back. I'm cool with who that. Is a special teams ace. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'd be, yeah, I, think I actually it. was partially thinking that when I was saying it, and I was like, I don't, I don't <laughs> see him bringing four running backs either. on, but I'd be cool with it. I'd be happier yeah. with four running backs and three tight ends yeah. than three running backs and Tyler Davis as mm-hmm. a tight end. Let them take the, the, when we're already winning the game, let them take the, uh, the garbage time snaps and yep. let them be really good special teams players. Yeah. But yep. again, I, I don't think they're going to be comfortable with four. What do you think? Uh, well, the bottom line for me is I, I look at Tyler Davis and mm-hmm. uh, the optimist in me wants to say <laughs> th- that th- they they need a fourth tight end and he fits the bill. But the pessimist in me says we're in a, a situation right now where those kind of errors, whether he's playing on special teams and just like what he did in the first freaking kickoff, man, is just like you're down there and I don't know what it is but he's the one that's going to get, you know, in the film room bitched at, but mm-hmm. it's, it's something that I look back at Robert Tunyon, man, you're a quarterback in college. You've transferred into a tight end. You're intelligent. You're very athletic. You understand the position and you have a gift that in a year, two years for sure. Do you, do you project him being something special? Because guys, Robert Tunyon is, was, Everybody wants to say, well, hey, Aaron Rodgers was, you know, it was this when Jordan Love was, you know, the preseasons and everything else. And, you know, where's Tyler Davis? Because he's got some skills, man. The catching the ball yeah. at a tight end position is not an easy thing. You know, it's just, it's just not. So I don't know. I could see him making it. I, I would just be, I would be disappointed, I guess, but understanding, yeah. understanding for sure. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, all right. So tight ends, wide receivers, running backs, quarterbacks. Those are all pretty set. Big hogs. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of discussion on the offensive line, right? Um, I, uh, I maybe think, because I think we have a different number of players making I, the 53 man <laughs> roster. Just due to our earlier discussion, I, I have, have nine. nine. I have nine as well, but uh, so I broke mine down: center, offensive tackle, and guard. Although okay. they they're fluid, so they switch between them. Um, so I'm just curious who in, who is on the lower end of yours. Like we all know that Elton Jenkins, David Bakhtiari, um, John Runyon Jr., uh, Josh Myers. By the way, did Josh. you see the pancake block today that yeah, Myers that had? That was sick. Ooh. That was sick. Did, did I mean the block oh. he did on that run for Goodson? Yeah, the that's the down. one I'm I mean, talking. Yeah, he he's just destroyed so far down a the lineman, field, man. a linebacker. Excuse me, it was incredible. Awesome. And Yash <laughs> obviously makes it as well. Yash makes it. Yep, yeah. swing tackle. Um. um Sean Ryan makes it. I think I have him. I have him making it as well. Zach Tom, I think makes it. I have him making it as well. Sure. Royce Newman. 
Royce Newman I have making it, have and making. Jake Hansen I have making it. That is it. my last one, and um, I don't see him being dropped for this – is, this is the one that I struggle with the most because he hasn't impressed me very much, but I keep hearing good things about him from the coaching staff. I haven't seen it, but I'm not at practice every day. So, um, But I was going in between Jake Hansen and uh, – and uh, what is his name? Oh my God, Caleb like Jones, not, the the oh, the, Jones, the giant yeah. tackle. But he's too much of a of a like project. So I don't think they're going to have a spot for him. And I had to go with Hanson since one, he's played here already a year, and two, the coaching staff seemingly is saying he's doing really well. So I just went with Hanson. Although it made me really sad to keep Tyler Davis and have to. Uh, not have Caleb Jones because <laughs> uh, I, I would love a six and nine, 350 pound lineman anchoring our uh, line. But anyway, that's just so me. apparently we have the same amount of we people, have... and I just <laughs> miscounted when I counted through manually. We've also had the exact same list. It's like yep, great we've minds had the think exact alike. same list. Think alike, excuse me. Yeah, I, maybe, I just... maybe. But honestly, Andy though, and Sean need to go and run a football team. Whoa, there you go. <laughs> Honestly, though, that there's there's just such solid, like obvious. You you're looking at nine offensive linemen, mm-hmm. like we do every year. Is there a possible tenth? You know, Rashid Walker. He's he's definitely jumping right into the practice squad. Mm-hmm. Who's coming after him? Um, Caleb Jones, though. He's six nine, three hundred seventy pounds. Yeah. You know, how from from where's he from? Colorado, Indiana. Yeah, he's from Indiana. Mm-hmm. The Midwest breeds like those offensive kind, linemen. Those kind of offensive linemen, though, the big ones, they, there's not a whole lot of people that are taking chances on guys that aren't in the first round or anything else. There's a reason yep. he was, he was undrafted. One and one undrafted. And mm-hmm. that's a perfect like he's not he's he's bigger than Yash. And we were just <laughs> awed by Yash at, at six seven, three twenty five. Six so nine, three seventy. Does he look does he look out of shape? I mean, the guy looks like in three mm-hmm. years what what Yash did. Wow, what a, what what? A I, I'm pretty sure I just saw a cut to him for like a half second, and he's a full football helmet above everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> did you see? Uh, speaking of, if he's out of shape, he had a he had a a nice play last week where he dropped back and the rushers coming. He punched like any lineman punches, right? Yeah. But he punched so hard that the guy fell down, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's oh, you got to remember he's doing that against a a NFL level athlete. This yeah. dude is a monster. So if he can develop, and I again, I don't think unless there's a desperate team for a left tackle, I yeah. don't think they're going to uh, snipe him off of our practice squad. So I think it, he will clear waivers, um, but it it does yeah. feel a little like, oh man, I don't want to lose him if we yeah. do not put yeah. him. Yeah, I also just don't see them putting ten offensive linemen on the team because there's so many other important positions mm-hmm. that we have to look at. And where do you take? Well, right now I could see it because you could just replace Tyler Davis with a tenth lineman. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, I just don't see where you can replace a guy with a tenth lineman. Yep. All one right. thing that I um one thing that I did want to like mention, you know how we had basically the same exact list. Uh that's what happens when you have a really good team. Like you yeah. have a bunch of really good players who are set there. We have two all pros yep. at tackle. We There's have a lot a of pro bowler guaranteed spots taken. Have, <laughs> exactly. Yep. So so this is a great problem to have, and I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's really the questions are tight end and do you add another running back or offensive lineman? And that's just one piece of the puzzle you can shake around. But let's move over to the defensive side because this is where the discussion could get real wild. Exciting. Defensive line. Oh, man, i just watching the plays right now. Uh, everybody that's listening, you know, we got the preseason game on our computer just right now, thanks to Andy APAC. And <laughs> the thing is, is that uh, we're watching the game go on right now, and I look at the cornerbacks and safeties, and I want to talk about them right now. But really, let's let's be patient, Eric. Let's we have patient. to go in order. Yes, let's go defensive line. Okay. Start it off, ARD. Who you got? Well, the number one obvious selection on defensive line is Big KC. <laughs> um, and then Devontae Wyatt obviously makes it. He's been having a good preseason. You picked him in the first round for a reason. Mm-hmm. I don't like obvious. 100%. Dean Lowry, I think, makes the cut because he's, you know, he was solid last year. He, I haven't heard any bad things. I haven't, you know, I just feels like he's a, he's almost a lock to make the team. Jerron Reed and TJ Slayton round out my inside my interior defensive line so you had five so i had five i had six this Ooh. should be fun yeah Uh-oh. okay Uh-oh. who you got uh, first of all i love your list um thank you thank you secondly i'm not here... interested to just hear who the sixth is yeah so this is where i want to know who who you guys would pick because there's really three guys that i think could come in here uh of uh who could be in this spot i should say but i just picked one obviously i'm not gonna have seven or eight linemen so i got kenny clark obviously jaron reed dean lowry who when dean lowry is like your third option you're you're in a really good spot uh tj slayton uh Devontae wyatt and then my final one went to jack heflin um i think he's been playing pretty consistently good this entire preseason um and it was between him, Ford, and then to a lesser extent, TJ Slayton. Um, or sorry, uh, Chris Slayton, not TJ Slayton. I was like, hold on a minute. You just told me you loved my TJ Slayton. Is there two TJ Slayton? No, no, no. Chris Slayton. Sorry, Chris Slayton. So Ford was was fighting with uh, Jerron Reed for the fifth spot in my defensive line, if we're being honest. But I was like, I can't leave Jerron off of this. He's been killing it. <laughs> And yeah. um, I just didn't see putting Ford in there. So if I did have six, Ford mm-hmm. would have been my six. Okay. Who would have been your sixth? Wow. Or- I, you know, for a six, it's Heflin right now. I mean, just that's who I had. Yeah. The way that he plays and what he does from just that, that whatever you want to call it, blah technique. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I ain't that guy. Heflin just is consistent. You know, mm-hmm. his, his motor is always running like forward as a rookie. He's going to be able to slide right back into the practice squad, which he'll be able to develop Slayton. The same thing. I think he's going to be able to, hopefully he just simmers down the second half here and doesn't flash too much, but I mean, he's going to go to the practice squad. Um, Heflin, I think, I think he's earned it. I think my biggest question guys is Dean Lowry. Like mm-hmm. he's the candidate I have in my head that shifty shit could happen in this next couple days you know mm-hmm. the after this weekend's done the cutdown's got to be by tuesday all kinds of players get cut and people are getting ready for the 53 and all of a sudden dean lowry gets shipped to this team or that team you know or for something you know what i mean yeah because we have this depth 
Um, and I can see that happen just because he's got he's got a pretty good price tag on him as well. But I think he's going to be on there. And I think six defensive linemen is where it's going to be as well. So I don't think it's going to be just five. I just I, th- I think that rotation is necessary, and especially what – I don't know if there's hiccups with Devontae White. We're putting too much on him. Mm-hmm. Jerron Reed's been blowing up this training camp. I mean, he's yeah. just been doing awesome, and he's a veteran, and that's why he hasn't been playing for you know in, in any of these preseason games much. But um, I really like him. Slayton, of course. I mean, gosh, that kid's really Slayton's good. Slayton's been killing it. Get yeah. the motor finally, right? Golly, I'm loving it. Man, last year we were like, yeah, he's got out. great bursts. But I'm curious, what would you take for Dean? What do you think he's going to pull? Like, let's say we trade him because end. we really like. <laughs> right? <laughs> that <laughs> actually be interesting. That's exactly what. <laughs> like, uh, isn't it rumored that Miami that wants to get rid of. Kaseki? Uh, yeah. Kaseki. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dean hey. Lowry. We'll ship Dean Lowry in a sixth round or seventh rounder with him. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. That would actually be really good. I tight end room. Of I don't Robert know if anybody Tunyon. else has talked about this trade. This is can a, you, this is a fantastic. We should tweet idea. this. This, this is, is a great a, idea. Can you imagine a tight end? Somebody room? write to Stan. <laughs> we go from like one of the worst tight end rooms to having Gasecki and Robert Tunyon on the same tight <laughs> oh my end. God, group. gosh, unbelievable! I would be so sick. Unbelievable! I I really like that idea now. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, put then Heflin you get up to... there and ship off Dean. I'm cool mm-hmm. with that. Or yeah. Heflin, and then you I like keep four. Both. I'd, yeah. I'd go yeah. six. Yeah. 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 There you go. Oh man, I like that a lot. I can Tyler do six. Davis. Hey, I can do six there too, and because I dropped off Tyler Davis. <laughs> I'm still go. looking for my fifty third. <laughs> Heflin, come on up. That's perfect. Ford, uh, come on up. Sorry, yeah. Dean. I like you, but I like Gusecki a lot. Yeah. Sorry, we that had to make that trade. Very cool. Very cool idea. Uh, how about Edge? Okay. Outside linebacker. Where I have five of them. You got yep. five. so. I and have... my fifth is such a, a throw in the air. I have no idea who the fifth guy is going to be. I felt the same way. <laughs> thinking, so. so we have It'll the be funny to see ones. if we got the fifth one the same. Rashawn Gary Preston Kingsley, who, by the way, has looked awesome. Oh, God, the fact sweet. that we have that guy on a third down to, to – relieve either Preston or Rashawn. I'd love to see Rashawn and him on the same field at the same time. Oh, man. Did you see uh, him right there with Chris Barnes on the Chris Barnes play that we were ooing and on earlier? So good. Oh. He's so good, man. And then Garvin um, is my other edge and my final, my fifth edge right now when I made the list is Ladarius Hamilton. Hamilton, I know. Yep. So I've been riding Ladarius as my guy for Damn. a while now. Um, but Kobe Jones is making some noise. Typical Leia didn't play today. So does that mean that he's like on the squad? I don't know what's going on, but I chose Ladarius at the time of making this list. Yeah. Who do you got? And, and that's where we, that's where we found a crossroads. Oh, here we go. <laughs> My fifth was Kobe Jones. Oh, yep. And originally was Tippa, but then mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't know. I think I like Kobe more a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. And so I think I I would I would do Kobe if it was. I me. mean, the dude's been balling out. I yeah. don't. I can't say anything bad about him right now. Yeah. Well, so that's where my heart says it goes to Kobe Jones. I only had four though. So I oh, okay. But I was thinking about the fifth. The fifth would have been good. But Hamilton, man, he that kid's got a 
a really good way of getting around the tackle. They get really good, what they call bend. Uh, the analysts yep. say bend. <laughs> you see it in him. You see it in JJ as well, man. As soon as they get off, it's fucking. Well, I listen, love it. these are the guys. <laughs> these are the guys that were like talking about fighting over the last spot. How the depth on our defense? It's crazy. Is nuts. It's Dude. so crazy. <laughs> But what, what I mean, let's talk Except about for maybe some of the secondary. L- let's talk about the. I just think because of Quay Walker, this is what my rationale for um, having just four outside linebackers was. And I know we're going to keep five, but uh, you just saw a great play, ARD, didn't you? No, I just saw almost great play. Almost great oh, play. Oh, <laughs> and I'm seeing play. it right now. Why am I on delay now? It was so close. Almost man. great play. Jawan Winfrey. <laughs> you just let him a little too much. Well, I mean, Jordan Love right now, let's let's touch on this. Let's get a little update. He's 16 for 25, 148, 9.3 yards in a, a, per, per toss, one interception, one sack, 63.4 rating. Mm-hmm. Looks like a pretty solid numbers for a backup quarterback. I mean, <laughs> you sure this shouldn't be a bigger issue and a bigger concern for us? We don't have a bona fide hall of famer right now in preseason game three <laughs> i'm i'm so i'm what terrified what are we gonna do i'm terrified I, dude that's the second amazing punt by pat o'donnell wow yeah, pat o'donnell's got a boom. holy moly yeah. this guy is punting that ball what was the other one 70 70 or so yeah it was crazy i was like how is that ball still hanging in the it's air it's funny that <laughs> twitter is going off on every bad special teams play but it was <laughs> awfully quiet after pat o'donnell boomed yeah. 170 yards well i mean you can't deny the fact that the special teams looks like uh yeah hot plate you know what i mean mm-hmm. but is that the starting 11 going out there that's the question and you know i don't not. think it is so, so i'm not that worried i don't think but, it i don't think it's the starters either but you still look at these guys that are now playing cornerback and safety let's get let's get back to linebacker okay. let's, let's stay on track here because the discussion is going to lead there naturally let's go uh linebackers who we got ard all right, I have four linebackers. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. Devondre Campbell, obviously, Quay Walker, obviously, yep. Chris Barnes, I think almost obviously at this point, yeah, and Isaiah McDuffie. Yep. I like Isaiah McDuffie a lot. I just I don't see where you go wrong with those four linebackers, mm-hmm. and we get two Devondre Campbells playing next to each other <laughs> at the same time, and it's the sickest thing in the world. It yep, is. I have the exact same list for inside linebacker. Quay Walker made a play today that I was waiting for him to make. Unbelievable! Oh baby, that God, he's he good. read the he read, read it. So first of all, he read it, ran to it in about a half a second, and laid the dude out. I was yep. like, "Take him out. He's ready to go." Quay is that <laughs> both dude. arms wrapped yeah. around him. Both so arms good. tackled him. That was the so greatest good. thing to see. Some fucking. Now you're gonna have two of those guys. Two, two of them at them. the same time. Yeah, yeah. I got the same as there, but uh, McDuffie did get trucked today in the uh, first yeah. period. <laughs> it was it pretty was pretty funny. bad. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. he played uh, the last game just unbelievably, and he's, he's got great special teams. In yeah, team, he's so. still the only man that I've ever seen uh, tackle a person with their own tackle or with their own guard. Whoever was yeah. running up there yeah. last week, it was awesome. Oh man, that's fun. All right, so let's get into this cornerback situation because we're okay. going to have some differences of opinions here, I feel. Maybe I'm wrong. Bring it I back. I have here, six. I have six as well. Okay. Right. So I have – this is probably – the last two were very 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. So here we go. I have Jair Alexander, Eric Stokes, Razul Douglas, the obvious ones. Shamar Jean Charles as my fourth. And then the two that are Jean. up in the air. Jean. <laughs> Shamar Jean Charles. Uh, Rico Gafford and Keandre Thomas are my two remaining. Although Rico is now kind of on the bubble for me. Um, I, I'm curious to see what your list is yeah. because... When I made this, I had Rico, but now it's like, eh, do I want to put Nixon in there instead? Like, I don't know. I'll keep Rico for now, but Nixon is making a is making a case. So we've ran into a crossroads once again <laughs> on number six, but five out of six is good. Jair, Rasul, Stokes, Shamar Jean-Charles, and Keandre Thomas. My okay. sixth is Nixon. I think that Keeson Nixon, Keeson, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Keeson Nixon. I think he makes the the squad. Keyshawn, I think, is how they. Okay, how he says I call him Keyshawn. So, oh, hey, three, I like we're that. three okay. for three. Yeah, nailed it, <laughs> nailed it. But I think he makes the roster, and I still hope that they bring Kevin King back. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. I'm so curious. I I, I I have a difference from you guys. Okay, and and when I when I just wrote these down when. So KB and Ento hasn't been playing for a reason is, is what I'm thinking mm-hmm. because Keandre Thomas, uh, it, look at the, look at the game he's had right now tonight. Mm-hmm. been really tough for him. It's been pretty bad. Yeah. This and is, I just, uh, I, I just don't. And, and he's been playing for and he's been playing special teams. You know what I mean? Like what yeah. I, so I'm going to throw the curveball in as KB and Ento, but everybody else the same as you guys. So, yeah. um, but I'm still concerned, and I'm all down with Kevin King coming back, baby. Yeah. Yeah. About it all year, yeah. Especially watching this game from all of our yeah. non-starting secondary. Yeah. I'm just like watching this like, you guys really don't want Kevin King on this defense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You don't think Kevin King can do better than that? Yeah. Yeah, the, the DB depth is where I'm the most like concerned slash I don't know who's making the team. Yeah. I'm going to trust the front office to make the right decision, but it is like, the, it is the spot that I'm like there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's hope not. Let's hope he never <laughs> has to play. Well, Rico being just being involved in the kick returns and everything else right now, who else are they going to throw back there? I mean, it's the Yeah. Or or is tonight the deciding night between him and Amari? I don't know. But let's move on to safe. Well, if if that was the case, just to add to what you just said, Amari absolutely won because yeah. it is He's had some big returns. Yeah. yeah, dude is doing well. And good plays on offense. And Rico's cool. not. Yep. Safety time. But Jean Charles is Jean Charles. Jean Charles makes the squad. Jean we love a good Frenchman. Oh, but he's he's, <laughs> he's actually turning into a pretty shifty, pretty good yeah. player. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just the the blatant out of position and everything else, like with Keandre Thomas and and uh, I don't know. I'm just Rico, yeah. Ga- Rico Gafford. It, it, you know, he could be on this list or off this list, and we could have Keandre on and. But, but look at it this way. Let's look at it, the bright side of this. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that long ago that our starting secondary looked like the secondary that took the field today. So we're yeah. on a much better place than we could be. Amen. All right, safeties. Andy, who you got? Okay, I have four of them. Uh, five. Oh, wow, five safeties. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually super interested to see who you have at your fifth. Um, so four, I have Adrian Amos and Darnell Savage, obviously. Micah Abernathy, who made some splashes and has been uh, has been apparently doing okay. So I'll, I threw him in there as my fourth. 
And then, so I have right now listed, and I don't feel great about it, Tariq Carpenter. Um, I really liked him, but I haven't heard anything. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if he's actually going to make the squad. I really don't, but I liked him uh, last year and start of camp. So, and, and the start of camp this year. And so I kept him on my 53, but I'd be very curious to see who you guys have. Those are my four. Yeah. We only have two of the same. Yeah. Whoa. Darnell Savage and Adrian Amos are the only okay. two yeah. that are the same. Yeah. <laughs> he threw me for a curveball. I was yeah. like, all right, he's going to name four. Yeah, I know. That no, I he... name. And then he's going to be intrigued by my fifth. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. But, what do you guys so, have? I have Adrian Amos, Darnell Savage. Mm-hmm. I think Vernon Scott is going to make the squad. Sean Davis. Vernon uh, Scott got released. Yeah. What? Got released. When did he get released? Why did <laughs> I miss that? I'm not, I, we're we're, we're going to have to edit that out. Heflin just oh, made man. a hell of a play. How did I miss that Vernon Scott got released? Oh, he, he got released on like Monday. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been, I've been, yeah, I've oh. been in all their stuff on Twitter lately. So, well, then I, I only have four safeties. <laughs> I'll throw Tariq Carpenter in there. Okay. So I got Adrian Amos, Darnell Savage, uh, Tariq Carpenter is going to be my fifth. Sean Davis and Dolan Levitt. I don't know how to say his name. Leave it, Levitt, Leave whatever it. it is. Leave it. Leave it at the door and fuck some people up. Um, Okay, but I I don't I'm not super confident about it though. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> like I'm being honest, honest. not either. Oh, you got so to the play after <laughs> after two after Adrian Amos and Darnell Savage. I'm not confident, so it could, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if I was way off the mark on those. Yeah, I, I just don't know how Car. I mean, Carpenter had a terrible game today. He's he's yeah. changed he changed numbers. He's number twenty four now, and. It's not very Kobe like. Yeah, wasn't he number? What was? What what number was he before? Uh, I don't remember what number he was. Yeah, I don't remember. But twenty four has. He hasn't wowed me enough to even care. Yeah, he's been he's been uh, getting uh, exposed in this game against Mm -hmm. Kansas City. That's for sure. This this one. I I think you're. uh, I think you're right though. I think it's you know, Amos uh, Savage, Davis, and Abernathy. You know, I I don't know how those. Carpenter might be able to get back on that practice squad. That's just the thing, you know. He's fast. He's got a lot gotcha. to learn. Just look rough. All right, special teams. What we got? This one's pretty easy. Uh, Mason Crosby, Pat O'Donnell, and someone to long snap. Jack Coco is who's currently on the roster. Not sure well, if that's how it's going to end, but. <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this Jack Coco thing. You know, we got rid of the – we've gone – this is the third long snapper, you know, in a calendar year. That's been on the roster snapping. Mm-hmm. Why is Jack Coco under such, you know, ho hum opinion right now? Do you guys know ARD? I just don't think I've seen any, like, I've only seen like all right long snapping all preseason, all, all we hear mm-hmm. about in training camp is our long snappers essentially suck. <laughs> so I put down for my three. <laughs> Pat O'Donnell, Mason Crosby, and then Pee Wee, elite Pee Wee center Aaron Rodgers doppelganger. Because <laughs> in Pee Wee football, I played a little center. I don't got to block if I'm a long snapper. Like, really, like, I just got to get you the ball. I was, 
I was the I was the only kid on my team that could hold a football or snap a football with one hand because I had such big hands. And so I took got turned into a center. And as you can tell by my physique, I'm a very <laughs> good center. <laughs> I don't get in the way of nobody. Uh. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know what the I don't know what's going and maybe I'm just traumatized on being hopeful about special teams where I'm like this guy hasn't been in the in the news for anything good he must suck. So that's probably where my yeah. hatred of Jack Coco yeah. is coming from. Um, I just think that if you give me a month I'll take league minimum for as long as you need me. <laughs> it can't be that hard, right? It you can't be. I just got to snap the ball to the guy that's not moving. Easy. But but it's got to it be easy. something else. I mean, is he not <laughs> Are people getting through? Is he not blocking somebody after a punt snap? Is he not getting down the field fast enough? Like, what's the criteria they're debating about him? Because I'm just I'm not following. I guess, but I think pretty from a 53 uh, man roster, I think you guys uh, came to some pretty good conclusions there. I I just don't think there's a whole lot of discussions. I think the concerns in the secondary are, you know, who's going to be the depth and why, why, why. Packer fans, not appreciation what they got. I mean, they got all pros all over. What do, uh, I think we've had like four differences of opinions, and it's all on guys that we're hoping don't take the field anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that will rarely see the field. Yeah. Exactly. But back to Vernon Scott, though. Um, that was a surprise. That was yeah. a surprise. I think he's really injured, though. That I think it was an injury no. designation on the cut because of his yeah. shoulder. So apparently it was a serious injury, and yeah. they were like, "Well, you're not going to play, so <laughs> goodbye." Yeah. Which that was tough too, because he he that was a, didn't he make a nice tackle, and then he they, yeah they yeah yeah that's when he off. messed it up. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, that stinks. Uh, I didn't even know it happened. Like I said earlier, <laughs> I uh, I've not been full in on the football world this week just been a busy week with work and all this other stuff i haven't been able to keep up with everything so i that one completely missed my radar i thought like okay cool we're gonna have vernon scott's not a terrible depth position at safety which i think is one of our weakest depth he positions right now and so like when all of a sudden you guys are like he got released i'm like oh no why that's why I was so confused. You're rattling off your safeties and you say Vernon or you don't say Vernon Scott. And I'm like, in what world? <laughs> like, yeah, I know he, he got injured, but and then that's yeah, so not good. Um, that he sucks. was great for the limited snaps he played. I mean, I would have loved to have him on the team, but he got injured and got let go. So mm-hmm. that sucks. Hmm. Have fun. they said anything about like what the injury is or how bad it is? Like for him to just get like I just didn't feel like leading up to that that he even had a shot of being released i i didn't either at all that was a shock but you mm-hmm. know what happens he, he he's back on ir unless they waive him with a settlement which i didn't see an update if they think they did him. actually Let me did see. they give give him a settlement yeah i know they gave a few people some settlements and you know dante vaughn as well cole van lannon we didn't touch on any of the uh releases and news this week but were you surprised that he went to the Jaguars? Surprised that we tr- that we traded him at all? Uh, given the the depth of uh, offensive linemen we had, uh, I I didn't have him making my fifty three. So he was probably the bottom 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 of our of our linemen in camp for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to get anything for him is actually really good. Um, I, I don't know how they pulled it off, so I'll take it. 
This is like what we talk about before, Andy, when we talk about Brian Gutekunst. Yeah, I don't know how, how I did in it. the fuck <laughs> do you get a seventh round? It's a, it's not incentivized to anything else. It's not a conditional shit. It's a seventh round pick for Cole Van Landen, <laughs> Wisconsin Badger, hometown favorite, family from Green Bay. Everybody loves him. Got a fucking seventh round. He wasn't going to make the team. Crazy. Yeah, you, know you got I mean? a seventh rounder who he, he doesn't feel like a seventh round draft pick. He <laughs> was like a undrafted guy. Like he mm-hmm. just, I get like, like you said, not gonna make the team. I don't know that I was. I don't know. I wasn't at my fifty three man roster filling out yet when that happened. So I don't know if I was putting him on or not. But looking at the offensive lineman I have on now, I'm pretty happy with it. And so I don't think I would have. I can't see where I would have put him over any of those guys. Mm-hmm. I didn't have him making it at all. He was my bottom ranked lineman and no offense to him. Like it's whatever. So, yeah. F yeah. Go draft another lineman <laughs> in the seventh round. Thanks exactly. to Van Lannan. And we know what we find in late round offensive linemen more times than not. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, how do you guys have 10 picks every year? I don't know, man. This is why, <laughs> we, this is why Cause the trades, cause the trades you guys don't see happening. <laughs> That don't make the the mainstream media. Beautiful. Well, I think the biggest surprise, though, guys, is really in this 53-man roster, what's going to happen in the next, you know, 72 hours is really going to be fun. But Tyler Goodson making this team. I mean, this is a story that – excuse me, I got a lifesaver in my mouth. Been a long podcast. Mouth's getting a little dry. Yeah, I get it. I got my bag of Skittles. Yeah, not far from me. But you know, when we were talking earlier after the draft and in mini camps and getting really excited about Tyler Goodson because you know just watched him in college against the Badgers and he fucking whooped us. Mm-hmm. Thought he'd be shifty and and then uh, the Boomer and I having a bet against you know BJ Baylor and uh, and Tyler Goodson and. I just, it's crazy that right now he's the number three running back. It just seems clearly, unless we're not, unless they're holding back Patrick Taylor because they know he's the number three and they just want to see what they got in Goodson. I just, Patrick Taylor mm-hmm. hasn't been that impressive. He's been a running back, which mm-hmm. is a tough gig in the NFL, man. It's the short, you know, your average lifespan's 3.9 years or something. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. These guys get banged up and, you know, if you don't bloom, in your first couple of years, you know, it's t- there's another guy in the wings that's, you know, at ready the to take your job at the beginning of the contract that has little fresher legs and a couple shiftier moves that they're going to, you know, make that gamble on. I just think that's the, the coolest thing so far about, you know, what's happened this, this team. There goes JJ Angabari again. Mm. Oh, you see him shut the defender? He just loves contact. He's, He's good, afraid. man. I love that kid. Like, yeah. really, really think especially the his attitude seems to be a lot a lot like Rashawn's and I think they're going to get along really well and Rashawn's going to be able to coach him up like hey man this is what I was doing year one this is what you should be doing they're a different kind of player um I think um JJ is more of a speed rush to win kind of guy and the shifty moves like the one that where he ducked under the Saints guy I think it was oh, penning God. actually that was penning yeah uh, oh man that was such a an awesome move Oh. Uh, whereas Rashawn is more of a, I'm going to beat you into the ground with my bull rush <laughs> and there's nothing you can do to stop it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I really am friends. excited. Yeah. Me too. Honestly, oh. I, can I ask, is there, has there ever been 
I'm pissed get, that I our get... offense is going to be on the field for 10 minutes at a time. <laughs> if they have those grinded out um, yep, that's pretty 11 much what to 13 that's what minute drives. That's what we're <laughs> building on offense and we're building a, a team that has it's a defense so awesome. on very little and I'm going to be sad just because <laughs> I want to watch them eat. <laughs> I'm, I'm super hyped every year, right? Um, yep. Usually very hyped, but I can't remember a year where I felt this good about a team coming into the season. Like I, I, I'm trying to go back like last year, I felt really good about it. Um, but there were still questions about the defense at that point. Yeah, we got Joe say. Barry. There's always questions oh, I don't know. about the don't defense know. that stop year, you from being full on hype. Yeah. The year before I was like, Oh, this is going to be a great team, but uh, do we have enough to get there? I don't know. Year before that it was, Oh, Matt LaFleur's new, new, offense let's see how long it takes for this to get i don't think i've been this excited about a team in a long long time what was it 2015 i think was the closest i probably have been to being this excited since they won the super bowl oh man i can't like probably i'm more excited for this team than i was for the 2010 team i didn't know the 2010 team was gonna go do what it was gonna do yep 100 feels roster wise better it just i just man (laughs) <laughs> I have not been this excited about a Packers team in a long, long time. And I hope, like, I just hope that they beat the, you know, this is a family show. They beat the snot out of the Vikings <laughs> week one. I don't want to hear that. Uh, not another pundit talk about how the Vikings are a sleeper and all oh, good, good money is on the Vikings. If you want them to win the division, even Vikings done. radio, I have to, I listen to sports radio on mm-hmm. my drive to work every single morning. Paul mm-hmm. Allen, even some of them, oh, God. Well, Paul Allen's the worst homer in the world because he was God, born in gross. New York. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I listen to the Power Trip Morning Show, and even some of, like a lot of those guys. And then when I'm I drive home, Dan, the Common Man, uh, they don't even believe it. They're like, you can hear them like saying it, like, but like, also being like, well, we gotta see how we can't just be saying this and not see like if we go out and get beat 37 to 10 from the Green Bay Packers in our own stadium with full of fans, we can't like. Well, it's still the Packers are still there. Right. And like, so even they don't believe that the Vikings are the best team in the division. So it's wild to hear people outside of that be like, yeah, it's sleeping on the Vikings. It's so crazy. Sleeping on the Vikings. I really hope we whoop them week one, just defense come out on fire and destroy them. Tell me right now where their roster got better. Play caller. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um yeah maybe, yeah maybe 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 we don't even know that yet we don't yeah, know that's true we don't know maybe Probably, edge, be tough to not. yeah yeah the guy that played one game last year sure. <laughs> yep it's all unknowns like how is yeah. uh daniel hunter gonna look after coming off another injury how is z gonna look coming off a full season injury how's cam Vance are gonna look having a really good rookie year and then just being bought the next year and getting injured mm-hmm. That's the thing that pisses me off about the Vikings, though. The shit talking about Daniel Hunter and stealing our best pass rusher and Zadarius Smith. Yeah, they haven't met Rashawn. They will on the well, they're, they're, they're These guys are literally they're too old, and to have back injuries 
is the most serious shit you can have. Mm-hmm. Also, just go away. And especially for <laughs> reoccurring injuries. Like, I wouldn't be putting all my eggs in that basket if I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan. I don't know. They got better receivers, all that we do. Hands down. I'm only 31, and I fucked my back up just tying my shoes. Mm. <laughs> and it doesn't just, like like I said, it doesn't, I feel like there was one time I sneezed my back out, and that was the scariest moment of my life because I realized at that moment that I was getting old. Because <laughs> I, like, I was standing, I sneezed, and I was laying on the ground two seconds later. Like, I sneezed into falling to the ground and just could not get up and now it feels like the easiest thing in the world to make my back sore ever since that so i can't imagine having back problems and then going and playing nfl football against the most athletic strongest freakish human (laughs) beings ever and having to run into them but now i twist my back getting the milk out <laughs> I, I i just the rehab i couldn't do i mean that rehab is crazy oh yeah Dan, is danny uh, atling all he gonna do run the football is he gonna become the the i don't know the Packers version of Tim catch am i, oh, am I i'm behind, I'm, behind you again? I'm way behind then sorry i got 1451 on the clock 49 where are you at 1420 uh, yeah 14 oh you son of a gun what's going on <laughs> i don't know my 1415 but man what a catch. Don't do that to my roster, bro. <laughs> Uh-oh. Are we talking about Travis Fulgham? Oh, my God. We got a Travis Fulgham back. check. Yeah. We got a Travis Fulgham check. Did it get Does he make back? something happen? It got called back. Wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. Holding offense, number 50. Zach Who is Tom. it? Who caught that? Oh, no. Number five number caught five? that. I think that's um, Hyman. That no, no, no. Hyman. 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 Let me check. I have all the names here. Another man can't find the hymen. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Sorry, I had to. Oh, Jesus. Um, Player of the game so far for you. That's a great question. Yeah, uh, I don't since know. he took Tyler Goodson, I'm gonna take maybe Dexter Williams after he just turned a one yard loss into a five yard gain. <laughs> I'm gonna take uh, Amari Rogers. Uh, you know, I was thinking about Amari Rogers too, and then yep. I thought, let's go for a defensive player, and I'm gonna give it up to Abernathy because that guy's uh... active and uh, in some tackles and kind of solidifying a very open role right now. Can and I do they, a tie? Oh, boy, you're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way, See? Dexter. <laughs> Five-yard game. Man, oh, man. Um, can I have that... a tie, though, with Tyler Goodson now? Yeah. Um, Tyler Goodson ties for most or the best player of this game um, with Pat O'Donnell. Nice. Just because yeah, of the Pat two O'Donnell just absolute great. boomers. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. I just wish Jordan would have played a little better today. Yeah, I well, agree. I agree. I thought I thought he was going to come out hot with the Saints game being so good for him. Yep, yep. And I don't think the receivers failed him today. I think the offensive line failed him a little more. He was the offensive he, he, line failed him. I think he failed himself a little bit today. Too, yeah, so. and he had and he had you know three serious throws he'd love to have back all yep. day, and then a couple other ones that uh, you know those dink and dunks. Man, he's he's getting good. good at God, it. feel good at with him throwing it out to the. What happened? 
this guy's making good catches on our team. Yeah. Danny's worst wide, somebody worst wide receiver, worst wide receiver room in football is making some plays. Oh, here comes another Pat O'Donnell special. Let's see how he this one goes. Son of a gun. Who made the catch? Because I missed it. I missed it. Mm. We're dragging. Like I missed who it was that got the catch. It was like 88 or something. Winfrey. Was it Winfrey? No, okay. no, no. Winfrey's out no. of the game. That was uh, somebody else. Yeah, I didn't catch the number. 86, Travis Fulgham. Okay. Uh, Fulgham, okay. Might have been Fulgham. That might have been where I, the six might have been like squeezing the jersey to look like <laughs> yeah. an eight. Yeah. Uh-oh, there's a special teams. Tackle, pursuit, let's go. Flag. Pursuit. Hey. Oh, uh, no, that's part of someone's jersey, not a flag. <laughs> have any of you guys had a chance uh, to watch the HBO Hard Knocks with the Detroit Lions? Yeah, nah. I'm behind an episode, though. Oh, I've I, never I, been a hard knocks guy. I, I oh, just man, I, I started it. it for uh you know before the podcast. I was here edited editing last night's podcast with uh Packershistory.com. Shout out to uh Daniel. Man, that was a fun show. That'll be out uh, tomorrow morning. But I just put on that hard knocks. Guys, Dan Campbell did 40 grassers with the whole yeah, team. Yeah, so crazy. I mean, that guy is he's, he's just bonkers man he's a, he's a kind of yeah. football coach I, man he would be fun good for the so lions for having I, him i hope they turn it around because three wins is a tough way to rest your laurels on you know yeah like i hope they get a lot better yeah. but man i love him as a coach i thought he was really really cool i like now, him i like some of the personalities on the lions i just will say that the reason i don't watch hard knocks and maybe i sound like kind of a, a butthead for saying this i don't care what teams that are bad at football are doing <laughs> <laughs> no i love the uh the, the the window into what is it uh what is it like to be in the meeting room with them mm-hmm. what is it yeah. like to be on the field and what are the coaches saying you know because we always see versions of the coaches that are presented to the media that is crystal clear that is concise and that has absolutely no cussing and these guys are raw and just – it gives you the picture where, you know, I mean, we're in that participation trophy era. I've seen it happen. It's just like it's good to see coaches that are just, man, that's fucking, you know. Mm-hmm. But also, wouldn't it be kind of cool if we got the same show except for every year instead of the worst team in football, it's with the Super Bowl champions? That would be pretty sweet. To see what goes uh, on with Super Bowl champion teams that practice <laughs> and shit. Yeah, that, that would be like one of those Sports Illustrated VHSs they charge $69 for. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. I'd, 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 I'd see, like that I would watch before I watch Hard Knocks, though. Yeah. yeah. That's I don't cool. know. Speaking I just, of. Like, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, I just mean I was saying, like, I get it. I get the high, like the entertainment value behind Hard Knocks. It's just never been for me. Gotcha. Uh, uh, Eric, since I gave you the gift of, or we gave you the gift of full screen, uh, NFL plus, there's also, (laughs) um, there's also all the hard knocks or not all of them, but a lot of the classic hard knocks are there. Um, like I just watched the Baltimore Ravens hard knocks. There's the Kansas city chiefs. Oh yeah. On Um, NFL plus on NFL plus. Yep. You can see all the, a, a bunch of the classic hard knocks. It's really cool. Nice. You can see how they came from like in the first uh, the first one was the 2002 Baltimore Ravens mm-hmm. right after they won the Super Bowl. So they used to be a really good team. Um, but 
they were like, oh yeah, you can you can actually send little text messages to your wife to your wife with this phone, and they were trying to sell a cell phone. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, that's a long time ago. Wow. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so what? So what? Speaking of shows, what if we talked about not football things for a second? Yeah. Um. Has either have either of you seen the first episode? Of course, dude. I oh, have wait, 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 wait. I have not. I wait, haven't wait, seen so, it yet. Wait, so wait, wait. I'm let's, I'm let's, having a hard time making the decision on if I want to watch it every week or wait and binge it. I think I'm gonna end up watching it every week. I think I am too. I think I'm gonna not be able to <laughs> wait any longer yeah. than I already have. So you guys haven't watched it. Well, no. I have not watched episode one, House nope. of the Dragon. Okay, but so a my... question I have for you then, Eric, since you have seen it. Uh-huh. And with like just a question that won't give anything good, good away. Mm-hmm. After watching one episode of House of Dragons, are you now more excited for where that goes, or are you more excited for the Lord of the Rings show? Um. So th- 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 this is a layered question, and uh, this is going to be a great bonus section after the podcast of uh, you know House of Dragons, uh, you know, discussion and everything else. I read the book. I've read all the Game of Thrones books. And um, when I went to Wisconsin, I, I listened to the audiobook again of the anticipation for the House of Dragons. And the book I've listened to now probably three times. It's a great thing for mowing the lawn. Like that story, this, this, you know, that three, four chapter section of the Dance of the Dragons. Yep. And, um, and I've, I've, the last listen, I was really feeling like I got the names right. And then when the show came on, always, always wrong. No, it was really. Good. Oh, did you get them? No, I mean, like, did, did you get the names right? Though? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, feel well, like I, I always get them wrong in books like that with names like yeah. that. I'm always like, I'm saying this so wrong. The the thing about House of the Dragons is, from a perspective, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, which I'm a huge fan, because this week. I was so thirsty for more. I watched House of Dragon again on Monday night, but I watched the final episode because Drogon is a dragon that you think is such a massive grown dragon at that time. And you look at the scale of dragons that are in Westeros, the Targaryen dragons that they flew in the stories. Drogon is third smallest dragon. So what they're on right now uh, the dragons they're riding, they're only going to get grander and bigger. That's crazy. And it's um, something that I'm really excited about. But I don't know if I would wait to binge it because I can't. This one's too big. Okay. It's, it's 9.9 yeah, million viewers. You, you can't avoid the spoilers. Yeah, that's the thing is I don't and, think I'm going to be able to avoid the spoilers and forever. There's no, there's no way you can avoid them. And you don't want to. You don't. If you haven't read the books or anything else, dude, watch this watch so, the show because it is yeah. so fucking good in the storylines that in the storylines that are going in here i'm not kidding you they're good it's going to be so fun and if they go with what they're what i've heard rumored as a three or a four season uh storyline for this oh man it could it's be gonna have to wait till sunday though mayhem. what's that i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to avoid spoilers for a couple more days yes on the first one because i'm too busy to watch it and i'm probably just gonna go back to back on sunday yeah yeah that's the way you should do do the same 
Yeah, that's the way you should do it. Plus, it'll be fresh then when I watch the second one. Because normally, when I do find shows and watch, like with HBO, I did watch Game of Thrones every week after. Mm -hmm. I think I was like two seasons behind before everyone was talking about it. And I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Uh And then starting season three, I was every single Sunday. But I always watch this episode before, Mm -hmm. right before watching the new episode. So it'll be easy. I like that freshness. But I also love because what I had done on Game of Thrones is the anticipate like eight o'clock would be the time when we'd sit down and watch the week's previous re- yep. re- have a rewatch yep. and then get like two hours get, of it yeah right into the next one couple glasses of wine but yeah for if you're if you're out couple there of meads. love to hear anybody else's opinion on House <laughs> of Dragons because um, you can't compare it to Game of Thrones because <clears throat> the scenery is so close and so different um and you'll see that when you when you see this see the show it's just cool. it has the same feel but it's gonna be are great. you also going to watch the lord of the rings show? now that's the big question here <laughs> my problem is not with lord of the rings my problem was with amazon prime and the absolutely horrible uh you know way to watch the the app now for this show i'm going to go through that app on my tv i've Why updated don't you like the app uh, they just updated it, which is a it little sucks, better than it was be before. But the, even the update, I, it's horrible. I for can't stand a, the Amazon for, app. For oh, clicking see, through on a Sam it. on a Samsung TV, I'm just like give. I guess it's in fairness, it's probably a little bit easier for me and a little yeah. different because I have an Amazon TV. Oh, okay. so well, it probably is a little. They the like new, the new layout doesn't have the free to me button. Which oh it also, doesn't no you're just like this still the that's same the best stuff. part I know like give me this stuff that I don't I only this. want the stuff I don't have to pay for yeah that's why I pay the the subscription the prime. price <laughs> the, the prime so I don't price. have to pay more money for shit <laughs> but the Lord of the Rings uh, the thing that I like about what Amazon's doing aren't they putting out how many episodes per per time they weren't doing a whole season dump but they, I, no they're doing I like they do I think it's like dumps two or three at a time right yeah like um that, that right, just, yeah it's that's gonna be an interesting way to time, do that it looks like yeah it's gonna be an interesting way to do it and Actually, I just, it's just like two for the premiere and then it's gonna be weekly so oh okay okay um, episode one oh, and that's two gonna be a big premiere together. though okay, yeah that is gonna be i'm well, so pumped i love lord of the rings september 2nd Ooh. it's coming up Smart Tour A, the player of the game. Oh, did you I see the Lord catch? Of the Rings. I'm going to be watching two really crazy shows that you have to pay attention to and remember shit at the same time. That's going to be really hard My to brain. do. <laughs> well, the thing about the Lord of the Rings is that I just, I, the, the, the trailers didn't jump out at me. I wasn't like, uh, I can't wait to see that. Uh, I don't know what story they're telling. I don't. I, I haven't done any kind of spoiler or any kind of research, but I'm certainly going to watch it. Dude, I was the biggest Lord of the Rings fan, just a fantasy nerd all around. But how did you feel uh, about the Hobbit movies? Uh, I loved the. I loved the visual sensation. I love it. That's probably um, the right answer. I'm into like big. Listen, when the Lord of the Ring extended versions came out, you know, and I had them all in, you know, early 2000s, 2001, 2002. And uh, I remember just sitting so close to my TV. You know, I had like a 35 inch, you know, heavy backlit tube, you know, Sony, just like a boat anchor of a TV. And I was, you know, two feet in front of it just to see all the details of it was so good. 
another sack for the Green Bay Packers. Danny Etling should be QB. Two, I just guys. my thing was with because I so Lord of the Rings was I read all the books mm-hmm. and I read The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. And after did you reading, read The Hobbit first, or did you bring Lord, read Lord of the? Rings? I read all the Lord of the Rings books first. Okay, and then see, The Hobbit. And I so know I only learned in, about Lord of the Rings books because somebody was reading The Hobbit in the library, and I read The Hobbit first. Oh, so yeah, I like I was told about Lord of the Rings, so I read them, and then I was like, oh well, they got another one, The Hobbit. I'll read that quick. That's not like, and then I watched the first movie, and I was like. That was really sick, but like they're done with the book now. Mm-hmm. How are we doing two more movies? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the other two movies, I was just like, yeah, no thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just a. I never got into it. I tried to get into both of them. I watched them all the way through, and I just, I just couldn't. I left both of them being like, eh. But Legolas the first one was good. Save you. Um. Unfortunately, as a heterosexual male, he could not save me, but I can see why he saved so many people. I get it. He's a very attractive man. He's much more attractive in The Hobbit than he was in Lord of the Rings, and that's not to say that he wasn't a heartthrob in Lord of the Rings as well. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, hey, guys, uh, let's wrap this baby up because uh, that was a fun show. We're going to drop that little uh, House of the dragon uh you know we'll, we'll throw that as a little bonus at the end but we have to start talking about that you guys got to get caught up this is I'll like catch up. yeah sunday it, sunday it, i'm watching both episodes and what we'll, we can have a a great discussion on that because you know we'll, we'll throw out some uh, bonus uh, feedback you know pack of the dragons we can because... throw like back to back like <laughs> do an hour of packer talk and then just a quick bonus house of the dragons talk <laughs> it's 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 going to be that much fun um and and i'm yeah and i'm not going to give you any spoilers because i don't know how the the show is going to deviate from you know the book but mm-hmm. um eh, it's going to be a fun ride either way yeah but everybody any i uh, appreciate you listening to us for another thursday night andy apac joining us ard uh last night had another great show again packershistory.com uh with daniel uh, i just I, I i hope everybody goes out and listen we talked about uh, bart star we went drop down into the packers portal and uh, went back and talked about QBs, and uh, it was a fun one. So if you guys are liking Packers history, make sure you check that one out. And uh, Andy, before we go, you got any final words? Let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah, Andy A. Pack on Twitter. I only tweet good takes. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's always a good day to be great. <laughs> awesome. ARD. It's a great day to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Take us out of this mess. Acme Army, we did it again. Another fun episode. You got to listen to our 53-man rosters, even though I put one on there that's not even on the team anymore. (laughs) It's what we do around here. We throw shit at a wall and hope it sticks. And yell at us if we picked guys that you think are wrong, and we'll yell back because we're going to defend this team to our death, especially the ones that we picked to be on this team because we're smart enough to run a football team. <laughs> I do three teams a year, baby. That's just fantasy, though. So yeah. you can yell at me if you want about it. I'm good at fantasy, so I'm prob- I am probably would be good at reality. What else did we talk about? Oh, we got a little bonus for you. 
House of Dragons first season dropped. Unfortunately, we can't talk about it in depth until we watch the episodes. Pack of um, Dragons coming next week. <laughs> Pack of Dragons coming to a theater near you. So we hope you listen because we're going to start talking about that at the end of all of our episodes. And it's going to be a blast. It's always a blast. And we love you for listening. Go tell your friends about how great we are. And as always, go. Pack. Go. Wow. Okay.